Hey, this is Anthony. And Ashley. And this is A&A On Life. In today's episode, we're going to talk about why romance is not enough when it comes to maintaining a happy and healthy marriage. But before that, Ashley, how are you feeling? I am... I'm a little tired. I think it's mm-hmm. just, you know, recovering from New Year's, even though we didn't go anywhere. Right. It was just staying up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, staying up, wanting to, you know, quote unquote, watch the ball drop. Yeah. And um, I'm still recovering. I, mean, I want to keep a, I want to keep a schedule, you know, not wake up too early or too late. So I'm just a little sleepy. I get that. How do you feel? I'm genuinely excited. Like, I feel energized just to talk to you and to get it recorded and. Um, you know, I, I'm excited about this year. I feel like a lot of my ideas and a lot of my plans are kind of getting to a place where they're making, they're just having momentum and moving forward. So yeah. I'm I'm excited right now. That's Amen. what I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm with you. Aww. I'm with you on that. So. To kick off the discussion, I wanted to read the definition of romance. Romance is a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. It's uh, the tingling feeling, right, that your partner gives you, but, you know, that feeling doesn't last, and it definitely won't address the needs of life. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to talk about romance um, because I feel like it's such a... Uh, over, and I don't want to say it as if it's not important. I think romance is super important yeah. in a relationship. Yeah, I think you should have that tingling feeling. I think, and I don't think it's a short term thing. I mean, I look at your parents and my parents, and they still do little romantic gestures. They mm-hmm. still, my, especially my dad, especially your daddy, such a romantic. Yeah, and I mean they've been together forty two, forty two years now. So, yeah, romance doesn't go away, but. I think sometimes, especially when you're when we're younger, and then a lot of times in media, it gets overemphasized. Like, oh, the relationship should be exciting, and and real. Mm-hmm. And, and when I think about our marriage, mystery and excitement. And I love being married to you, but I don't think mystery and excitement all is the primary feeling that I get. But um well, I mean mystery is always there. Yeah. Because you you know, you're human, you're constantly changing. You aren't True. the same man you were 5 years ago or you right. know whatever. So there's there will always be that aspect of any relationship is like, oh, you and you already know our our running gag where it's like I find out something about you that I feel <laughs> you should have already told me. <laughs> It never came up. <laughs> and you're like, oh, it just didn't come up. What do you mean it didn't up. come up? Like, how? what do you mean? Why don't I know that, you know, your dad is a preacher and I've been telling you my sister <laughs> preaches. How did, it, how did it not come Anyway. You know? But, you know, just that that mystery is always there in learning of the, about the other person. But that's not necessarily romance. Right. Right. I don't. It, I think it's, they kind of have to be tied to 
I, I think the mystery you're talking about is more tied to um, dialogue and communication and connection, right, yeah. and growth, yeah. more so than a mystery of what's what's my partner gonna do next. That's yeah. gonna because I I I don't I'm not a thrill seeker by any means. No, you're not. I like <laughs> I like peace. I love to be at peace and just the thought of of every day not knowing what my partner is going to do like my partner being the source of excitement and mystery that for me that doesn't seem well, I sustainable mean, romance doesn't necessarily have to be you don't know your partner <laughs> You know, it's not like right. oh, oh shoot, they gonna surprise me when I walk in the door. <laughs> with, you know, it, it may or it may not be, but it, I, it's definitely different for different people. Like my yeah. like my parents, you you brought them up. My dad might, um, you know, just randomly buy her flowers or you know write a note with right. soap on the mirror so and that you, she can see it when she wakes your, up. Your post its, I never expect them. Yeah, that's romantic to me. That is romantic. I agree. And, and even just... though I know you're going to bring me flowers every time you go to the grocery store, it's still <laughs> it's am. still romance, you know? Yeah. It may not be spontaneous in in that way or, you know, like, oh, I wonder if he's going right. to, you know, I know you're going to. And that, to me, is romantic, the consistency, because I value that. And that really, uh, and I think that is what, when we talk about a long-lasting, sustainable, healthy um, relationship, the consistency, you know, even if it's some, even if it's me going to the grocery store and getting flowers, the consistency of it is what you appreciate, yeah. right? You know your husband's going to be, um, he's going to do something that's kind, that, yeah. he, that you appreciate, that he doesn't care about. I don't care about flowers. Mm-hmm. But I know you care about flowers. I know that makes you happy. So I'll do that. Right. And that that's the part that that's sustainable. Right. Not trying to come up with something or develop. It's just. Yeah. And the same thing with your you know, I love to be affirmed. That's my love language. Mm -hmm. You write the notes. I might not know when they're coming, but that consistency, you know, that is a bigger part than the romance. So maybe romance. And I, I know you said it's it's a feeling of excitement or mystery associated with love. But I think romance can be just speaking to your partner's love language. Yeah. You know? And it may not be butterflies, but it's how you feel them with right. the feeling of being loved. And maybe part of the... it's We, we don't have a good enough word, right? Because romance is specifically that excitement feeling and what you're speaking to is um you know that the love languages the the service the quality time right so i don't know about you but that's romantic as hell yeah but and and that and that may be part of the part of the problem um for some people they don't know or haven't had the conversation like what's what is romance to you you know what 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 brings you excitement? <laughs> I saw this um, this conversation on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it was this man. He posted something that said, um, "Black women don't like dating me because 
my idea of spoiling you is not giving you a new wig or or designer Uh-oh. purse. It's you know teaching you about financial security and you know giving you a new book to read or you know teaching you about your chakra so you can be balanced like all <laughs> <Wait. of> <laughs> <laughs> like the avatar <laughs> he went through this long list of stuff and it's like well i read someone's comment that said but what if she likes wigs and purses right you know like right. what if she likes wigs and purses exactly or, you know that that one over there loves chakras and you teaching her about how to be balanced and doing yoga poses that one does but this one over here that you're seeking to date Likes wigs right. and purses. And that, I mean, that's the, that's the point of, of communication, right? If, if it were to, if romance were to be truly fulfilled, it, it starts with communication. It's built mm-hmm. on the foundation of communication. Mm-hmm. Because for him, spiritual unity is, a, is, is important, it's obviously. It's, yeah, he values. Value that. He doesn't <laughs> understand, like, why you wear wigs and purses? He values chakras right. being aligned. Right. And, and, and that is, there's no fault in that at all. Like, we have our own specific desires. And so we should speak to those things with our partner. Mm-hmm. But if that's not a common value between your partner and you, then one, you just shouldn't, like one, you shouldn't go after somebody who doesn't share your values. I mean. You mentioned that um, romance doesn't address the needs of life. Exactly. So it's like those needs would be like talking, like having intellectual dialogue, um, being able to control your emotions so you don't hurt your partner. Right. Um, you know, having the same social interests and, you know, being equally yoked, you know, right. having that same spirituality and then just having common values. Like that's what, that's what keeps you, not the romance, because, you know, anybody can get you wigs and purses, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they can't necessarily sit down and talk to you true, and, true. and touch your mind and teach you something. Yeah. And not only, you know, the the emotional control part, that's so big because there are times when you just and, and I I feel you know, in any given day I feel a wide range of things from mm-hmm. frustration to sadness to disappointment to you know, shame to vulnerability to helplessness to joy to yeah. excitement to tranquility. And yeah. So my state is, um, it can't be the dictator of my actions, right? right? I have to experience them, but then have the control to be like, you know yeah. what? I'm super frustrated at work or at, a, you know, something that happened at work. I'm not going to put that on my wife. Right. She didn't you know trigger that feeling i own that feeling i deal with it and she's like hey i need to take out the trash all right i'll take out the trash you know it's Mm -hmm. it's, definitely not putting that on your partner yeah as if they're the reason for that feeling and then um which my stance is always we own our feelings right stimuli come in they trigger the feelings but once that feeling is there it's a hundred percent ownership but go ahead I was um 
like I teeter, like with you, I teeter between when to share feelings and Mm -hmm. when to just breathe through them or just, you know, ride the wave. And even that is, is a challenge in marriage. Cause I, I am of the belief that not everything needs to be shared, you know, cause, and this kind of comes from, you know, knowing you and kind of getting a feel for where you are emotionally or just, you know, what you're doing in that moment. Maybe you don't need to be boggled down with my sadness, Yeah, you know, and I know that if I'm sad, you're sad. And it's not something that you do intentionally or even knowing sometimes. It's just, you know, if you tell me something's wrong, you go and, you know, this is you, you know, I'm going to go into fix it mode. Yeah. I'm going to try to solve this problem. Like, what's wrong here? And if I know that I don't really need anything solved, this is something that will pass, then let it pass, sis. Yeah. You know, like, don't go in there, oh, my God, I got to tell, you know, and then all of a sudden <laughs> now you put this burden on him that you right. know he's going to pick up to try to fix it for you. So it's it's just that control. That control. Yeah. Like, control. Is this something that really you need him for, that you need her for to, to, to express? Or even, you know, preface it with, I just need to vent. Right. You know, and that's something that I know I can do with you. And you're just like, okay, so she just needs me to listen. Mm-hmm. I could do that. I can listen all day. You know? To anybody <laughs> at any time. I don't need you to fix anything or give me advice. Mm-hmm. I just need to tell you about this bit at work and what she said. No. <laughs> you know? I get it. It's, mm-hmm. And that's, that's that that is the sustainable, healthy, you know, um, and again, that that's for me when I think about romance. That's not exciting for you to yeah. have the control. Have the, it's not exciting for me to control my emotions, right? Or for right, you to control right, your emotions. Right. That's, that's not, not romantic. romantic. Yeah, but it's it's so, considerate. It's, it's very kind. considerate. It's very kind. Yeah. And those are the qualities. Those are the things that really have helped um, in our marriage and, you know, we see in our parents and their long marriages and all the other long, um, long marriages we know. So, and, and you, you know, we're, we're still in the, um, the whole the honeymoon phase. Yes. That's not what <laughs> I was going to say, say though. Oh, go like ahead. we're still quarantined. That's true. Right. Um, despite how other people are acting. It is still a, a big threat out there. You know, the, the vaccine is just now starting to come out and different people, you know, people that we know are coming right. out saying that they've gotten the vaccination. But, you know, we're still just at home with each other all day. Yeah. Every day. And Every day. having social interests, like us having common interests, mm-hmm. ha- it's a spotlight on that now. Right. You know, like you are able to go to work and share, you know, different interests that you have in common with your coworkers. Or you're able to, you know, go to the coffee shop and, you know, meet up with your writing buddy and y'all talk about all things writing. Yeah. Or you, you know, can hang out with such a, whoever, you, right. know, you know, you have different people 
who spark different interests. Yeah, like you got your gym crew you hang out mm-hmm. with. You got, you know. My girls that we girls sing, that with, sing with. And church people. Yeah. and they, You know, you, you, you don't expect everybody to be everything. You know, you have little buckets or little pockets, little right. groups. And I think now that we, and this is me, now that we are quarantined together, it's really shedding light on our differences. Mm-hmm. Like some things that I'm so very interested in that you just, your eyes glaze over. Like, oh my God, if you talk about interior decorating one more time, mm-hmm. you know, or if you come to me <laughs> talk about some podcast you listen to about the financial state of I the am. world. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> if you bring this up one more, you need to call somebody else, right, you know? Right. But then, Really just diving into what do we both enjoy? Right. And let's, let's you know, connect in that. But still, and it's, it's always that teeter, knowing when you need to talk about something else mm-hmm. outside of what we have in common. And me, you know, just like, all right, Ash, get, get with it. Like, tune in yeah. because this is important to and, you. And what that makes me think is, you know, Add it to the list of kindness and consideration is understanding mm-hmm. and acceptance. You know, understand that your partner has different social interests and give them a space for that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you're right. This quarantine definitely spotlight put a spotlight on on the differences. Yeah, but we've managed to grow through it because we are both very much understanding of that and accepting of it and we're listeners yeah i don't necessarily have to know a lot about the topic you're talking about for me to listen to it and then learn from it like huh i didn't know that and it may even come up in a conversation Mm -hmm. with someone else like oh i'm just talking to my husband about that let me tell you what i've learned you know (laughs) And me, I don't. I I'm addicted to listening, so I'm I'm always. If I don't know nothing about it, that makes me even more curious. Right, this podcast know. is your idea, right? Exactly. <laughs> and here we are. So it's um yeah that list you know romance just isn't enough because there's also consideration, there's also acceptance, there's mm-hmm. also kindness, there's also understanding. Mm-hmm. There are uh, there are layers to this thing, and how you cope. Yeah, you and, know we talked about oh emotional God. awareness and being able to control your emotions, but also, you know, you just get waves. You, you, mm-hmm. Sometimes you're overwhelmed. Sometimes things are too much, and you're feeling too much. You know, yeah. and then you we figure out each other's coping strategies. Like sometimes. I just don't need to talk. Right. I just need you to sit there and let's just turn. I just need to turn my brain off and watch this TV show that has nothing to do. Sex and the City. You know, I love it. It has nothing (laughs) to do with anything about COVID or teaching online or students failing or, you know, trying to start a family or this, you know, just has nothing to do with anything that I'm worried about. And then you not resenting me or, you know, not understanding that because maybe you're in a space where you need to talk. Yeah. You know, or, you know, if I were going through that or if 
if I were in Ashley's place, this is what would help me. But understanding, like, but that's not going to help her. Yeah. And and that helps where it's just like, all right, I'm going to sit here and, you know, be present while Sex in the City is playing. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> you don't Jesus. necessarily watch it, but, you know, you got, you're on your phone, but you're, right. you're there. And yeah. it's and it's just, yeah, spiritual unity, like having a prayer life, mm-hmm. you know, being able to pray together and praying to the same God, the same God. Hallelujah. That's, that's critical. Right. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Do. <laughs> whatever. Bruh. Faith you choose. <laughs> that was deep. The Let's same make sure God. we are praying in unity to we, the same faith. We, that is that so could true. <laughs> we could be praying together, but we ain't talking together. to the same person or the same God. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Amen. Is it that that unity part of it? Yes. Is crucial. Yes, <laughs> so, it is. <laughs> I, I, I mean, all of those things. All of those things. They're they're not necessarily romance you know we can kind of you know you know it's broader than maybe i initially was thinking at the beginning of our conversation but it's definitely not everything you know and um if you know whatever whatever we go through i know that as long as we're mindful that it's, it's a lot of different things that make us a couple that make us yeah. grow then we're just mindful of not being focused on oh was, you know how can i be romantic yeah it's like how can i also be understanding it, it's never either or it's right. yes and it's yeah. how can i be romantic and understanding you know, and unite spiritually and I, share common values and have emotional yeah. control and be accepting yeah yeah it's all, and, and to me you being aware of all those things and working in every area that you just mentioned to me is why I view you as romantic. Uh-huh. I, I do. Because you, you walk in love. You act with love in mind. And that to me is romantic. Uh, yeah. We're going to end on that. I, that's it. I'm ending on that one. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Our ask is that if this has blessed you in any way, please subscribe, rate us, and share with others. ANA on Life is a production of 128 Media, a listener-funded media company. If you'd like to support this podcast and other great content, visit 128media.com. That's O-N-E-28-M-E-D-I-A.com. Always remember to be kind and love the little things because they really are the big things. Live well.